0: Da, da 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 Miami. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Aww. The
1: first
0: person
2: who's ever seen good oh. That's funny. That's so amazing.
1: All
0: right,
2: guys. Ready? One, two, three.
0: I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood
1: meal. My.
2: 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm chewing popcorn. I
1: was just about to say, I was yeah. going
2: to call you out on it. Yeah. Don't put it away, I want it. I'm, I want the popcorn. I'm H. Allen Scott. <laughs> Give it back, Scott. it's sweet and salty. <laughs> I'm H. Allen Scott, and um, this is a podcast I'm, well, I'm where... Do,
1: uh, what? You, know, you, you want to go co host list today? No, I say oh.
2: that part. I said this is a podcast where... I say, oh, you're Carrie Doherty. No, Platform.
1: Nope. Doesn't matter. Go I don't on. need. They, they don't on. need to know who I Go am. Go on. They just don't um, want you to
2: do accents. Burn. Wow. Burn. That you was just one guy. You don't need guy. an introduction. That was one all.
1: guy. Oh, you're I'm Carrie Ann Doherty, guys. I don't have a middle name.
2: You don't have a middle name? I
1: don't have a middle name. We're really? really? two first names. names. My first name is Carrie Ann with a hyphen. That proves to be very difficult when filling out online
2: papers. I didn't know that. Oh, I yeah. bet.
1: Like, well, even, even when I got my license, I got, they had a really hard time. They were like, we can't put the hyphen. And I was like, well, that's legally, that's part of my name. If my name was like, you know, dumbfuck, you'd have oh. to write dumbfuck on my license if that was my legal name.
0: Right, but like our symbols, is the hyphen considered a symbol? It is, is sort of a weird of symbol, your, so I was like, like if like an ampersand to, was in your name, could yes. that be part of your license?
1: Yeah, if it was part of my license, Yeah.
0: If my name was name. Carrie
1: And, and it was just like Carrie Ampersand, <laughs> <laughs> or if my name was Carrie Ampersand, and it was just the symbol. That'd be weird. Um, but I was trying to like apply for health insurance, and I couldn't, and I was getting this error message, and I had to call and go visit them, and it was so stupid and we realized it was because of the hyphen in my name their computer was like ah, bah, 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 bah. wow like it couldn't identify I was like does nobody have hyphens Such a simple in their names thing.
2: this so is the simple. most relaxed opening to this podcast <laughs> this is very we've relaxed. ever had guys. sorry <laughs> it's very so relaxed. easy that mystery too. voice so yes Carrie ann doesn't have a middle name but um, we're going to call her Carrie ann from now on and I do have a middle name Alan. and this is a podcast where we have a friend over which you've already heard his voice but we're not going to say his name until we're ready nope. um we have a friend over to watch an episode of the golden girls and then we talk about it yes mm-hmm. and uh,
1: we we just watched season two, episode four. It's a miserable life, aka the Frida Claxton episode, that which you guys people have been
2: clamoring for. People
1: really? have oh, wow. been oh, wow. I'm So
2: honored at I got this episode. Yes, this episode. <laughs> this is going to be a .com episode. Oh wow!
1: Yeah, it was a uh, yeah. I don't it's the episode, episode what does that mean? where Rose
2: <laughs> <I> <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to buy .com for this episode.
1: <laughs> Frida Claxton got it's a
2: miserable life .com. Yeah. Mm. It probably already exists. And
1: uh, yeah, it's a wonderful episode, and we have a very wonderful guest. Here today. Oh,
2: thank you, guys.
1: Comedian uh, whose hair and beard are like kind of on point today. I mean. You are
2: all about the redheadness. I'm
1: really into it. I have <laughs> a thing for new ginger redheads.
0: realness. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
1: John Flynn, welcome.
0: Oh, hey guys, thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. We're
1: so happy to have you. So what's your
0: connection to the Golden Girls? Well, I have to say, I do not have a strong connection to the Golden Girls. I never watched them before. This episode we just watched was the first episode of Golden Girls. Wow, we popped your cherry. You did, you guys. you're so great about it. Um, But of course, like it's such a... I I mean, I haven't watched a lot of TV shows. Like I've only ever seen one episode of uh, Seinfeld. I've never seen Friends. I've never seen... I think this is growing up. We weren't allowed to watch TV on school nights. So Why? Because like my parents were very strict. I guess. Where are you from? New Jersey. Okay. Yeah, you would think. Um, so I just am like not in the habit of watching. What TV did you do instead? Like this, uh, played with Legos and read. Oh, what would you read? What uh, you're very well read. <laughs> 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 What's your favorite book? Oh, I don't remember. There's so many of
2: you them. You uh, know, <clears throat> I had Boxcar Children and Goosebumps.
0: I read oh. the Boxcar yeah. Children and well, Goosebumps. Well, it depends on my
2: age, but yes. It depends on your age? Yeah, like when I was younger, it was Boxcar Children and very Goosebumps. Right. But then as I got older, I remember the very first sort of like adult book that I read that I was like, <gasps> was Wally Lamb's She's Come Undone.
0: Mm. Oh, wow. That's an intense first very adult intense. book.
2: And I just soaked it up. Mainly because yeah. Oprah told me to read it. That was yeah. her first book club. There you go. Yeah. That was her first one? Uh-huh. Wow. That's and me and wow. my mom read it Actually, together and my mom was like... trivia. You shouldn't be reading this. <laughs> but I <laughs> did, did <it> anyway, <laughs> mom. Said so. I read
1: Lord of the Flies when I was like eight and my mom got so angry that she um, made me go back to the library and return it before I finished it.
0: Mm. Have you was, ever finished it?
1: Yeah. I had to read okay. it again like in high school yeah. or junior high maybe. But yeah, she got, she got real mad.
2: Wow. Yeah. I got in trouble. I often like by the time I was 10 because I had been watching the Johnny Carson show and like Mm -hmm. writing down all the jokes and then performing them at school the next day Mm -hmm. in my own way I was stealing Johnny Carson's (laughs) material Um, and uh, when I was like 10 when Johnny Carson left the Tonight Show and Jay Leno took over I was like as I'm not about Jay Leno so I decided (laughs) to um, study comics and so I was reading like all these, I would read like stand up comic books basically mm-hmm. um, okay. at a very young age. And I remember I got in trouble in fifth grade for bringing Tim Allen's book to school because apparently it was very inappropriate. Well, doesn't,
0: wasn't he like, didn't he go to jail for selling cocaine? Yeah. For a while? Yeah,
2: yeah. So I could see why that would be a.
1: Yeah, but this was probably, these, this was like during the home improvement days,
0: right? Yeah.
2: So. yeah. It wasn't that bad, the yeah. book. But he did talk about some of that stuff. You'd think they'd be. It was more like adult. It was more adult. It was not mm-hmm. a home improvement book, even though <laughs> it was to profit off the home improvement fame. Well, of course. Yeah.
1: I remember, I read one of Ellen's books when I was a kid, and I loved oh, it. Oh,
2: uh, the. My uh, uh, point, and I do have one? No. I,
1: I, no it's the one where she. It's
2: her first one. Yeah. But it's it's, it's like, literally one of the funniest books ever. It's so
1: good. It's the one where she tries to, she wants to compete in the I did a rod. Yes. And she has the I can a rod, I will a rod, I win a rod, I What is it
2: called? Oh, my God. I'm going to find it. You talk. All
1: right. All right. Let's talk about this episode while you Google Ellen's book.
0: Um... Oh, actually, I'm going to say one thing. So I would say, like, my strongest connection to the Golden Girls was my college roommate. Uh, He got gay married a few years ago. Oh, how sweet. He was very sweet. And so at the wedding, each him and his, his husband, they each walked down the aisle. And for his husband, while he walked down the aisle... The, everyone was invited to join in a sing-along of the theme song to the Golden Girls. Aww. Aww. And when it started, I admit I was a little bit like, all right, this is, this is like a really, really gay wedding. Yeah. But by the time like, he got to the end, it, I like everyone was crying. Like, it was course. like so like such a move, like unexpected, moving, beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. That it was almost Aww. like more people should do this. Like, yeah. it was very, 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 very I'll probably do that.
1: I mean, you did just get the girls tattooed on your body. It's
2: true. That's insane. Is that your first tattoo? No, it's my fifth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is
1: it okay that the fan's still on?
2: Oh, yeah, oh, maybe I should turn it off. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you guys are really just in this with us.
1: We're <laughs> really just, yeah. Very,
2: you guys are getting really finding out who your true fans are with this You way. guys just are just This is like you guys are here right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm looking at you as if you are here at the microphone. Mm-hmm. The book was my point, and I do have one, Ellen's book.
1: The, yeah, oh, it yeah. was that. Okay, yeah. great. It was a great so book. Right. It
2: was a great book. Yeah. Right. Great book. Yeah. Also, her Taste <laughs> This, her comedy album, from the, largely based on that book, too, yeah. What is incredible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Check that one out. Yeah, it's really good.
1: Paula Poundstone, guys. Oh,
2: Paula Poundstone. Poundstone. Oh, yes. Uh, Completely. It was
1: a thousand. It was the nagging cough of a thousand dance trying to get into (laughs) one throat lozenge. I love Paula Poundstone. Me too. I know you guys say don't do voices. It's (laughs) fine.
2: One guy. One guy. One guy.
1: Um, So this is the episode where Rose kills Freda Claxton. Um
2: it doesn't go to jail. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm 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 on team Rose with that. I don't think she killed her. No,
1: of course she did. I
2: think she could be charged with something. Like I mean, mm-hmm. if the family had cared about Frida Clatchman, if there's anyone who cared about her. She didn't have any her, friends or right. family. But if someone yeah. had, I have a feeling they could have had a civil lawsuit against Rose for like inducing a heart attack. Like
1: wrong like a wrongful
2: death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think yeah, so because she went cool. over and specifically was like you're a fucking bitch. You need to drop dead. She didn't say that, but she said <laughs> it in, in, in as many words. And then what happened? Bitch dropped dead. Right.
1: Well, I don't but know. I mean,
2: if I yelled at you, if John was sitting here and I yelled at you and you were like, "No, my heart" No, and then you died. But and she then didn't John, say that. But she then, didn't
1: say that. Well,
2: but okay, she grabbed her chest and she fell. She yeah, died. Like she
1: barely yelled at her. She was just like, "Look, give me a chance to talk." And if you don't want, she wanna- did
2: not say that. She was like, "And if you don't like it, you can drop dead. You tell someone to drop dead, and you yell it, and then they drop dead. Eh, That's a problem." That?
1: I still think. I mean, you don't really have a leg to stand on. I think with your. <laughs> you don't are, have a leg to stand on. Really, really, really on. What do you mean?
2: No. Guys, I want someone. If there's a lawyer listening, or mm. I'll consult a lawyer. If there's someone listening who has a legal background who understands this issue, mm-hmm. please write us on the website or face page, and we will <laughs> post it.
1: If they're gonna have. A, it's gonna be so easy to find us on the website or face page. And that's <laughs> out on I the Lanai,
2: going um, out on the Lanai. Well, let's
1: let's back up to the very beginning of the episode okay. where we're introduced to kind of Frida Claxton and the whole situation. Um, the girls collectively are trying to get a petition signed Mm -hmm. to save an oak tree on the block that's very beautiful that the city is thinking about tearing down.
2: Which I had thought that oak trees couldn't grow in Miami because of the climate and stuff, you know? But then I texted my friend Tyler, which y'all should follow because he's a big fan of the podcast, um, right. But he has a very NSFW Twitter feed, so <laughs> I'll I'll just we'll just post that. What did he um, say? But he said oak trees do in fact grow in Miami, and as soon as I texted him about that, he was like, "Oh, the Frida Claxton episode." <laughs> so
1: true fan, true fan, true fan. He knows. True fan. True he fan. knows. He knows. Um, so the girls are all trying to get this petition signed, um, and uh, Blanche comes home, and she gives Dorothy like the clipboard, and she starts making her way to her bedroom, and. And she's like Blanche, you only got one signature. You were out there for three hours, and she was like, you know, give me a chance to change and freshen up, and I'll get more. Yeah. Like Blanche literally just prostituted herself for a her signature, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what she's admitting.
2: Well, didn't Sophia turn in her signatures first? Sure, but I mean... there were three dead people on her list. Oh. Yeah, who's gonna know? Yeah, who's gonna know exactly? What she says. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, it's Tyler the Bad Wolf. I forgot to say his name. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Okay. Um. So then, then they bring up Frida Claxton, who's this mean <clears throat> neighbor who won't sign the petition to save the tree in front of the county commissioners meeting or yes. whatever. Right. And then, uh, and then Rose tells a story about Ernest T. Minke, the town librarian and dentist mm-hmm. in St. Olaf, which yes. honestly, I always love Rose's stories. But I'm so into this Frida Claxton episode, and I love it. And I just want to get to that meat of the story that. I was actually like, "God damn it!" Not another rose story, which is hilarious because that's what actually so the women like Blanche has they're, they're like, "If I yeah. have to hear another one of those Saint Olaf stories," and for the first time, I was kind of like, "Ah." Like, but Blanche
2: also friend. tells a, a rose story this season. Blanche has been throwing out some rose stories.
1: She does. does talk she those have?
0: Well, random. I was wondering, don't they all have sort of their own monologue style?
2: well Dorothy doesn't mm, I mean yeah, Dorothy Dorothy, doesn't. Dorothy okay. has a punchline style where yeah. like she'll gotcha. be setting up a story <clears throat> she'll be like you know oh he was very like talking about her ex-husband right. he was very handsome back in the day and he had this hair and he was just quite debonair. I was also four months pregnant yeah. but, <laughs> gotcha. but I feel like yeah. Blanche
1: is always known for her like you know, and then when I was down south, and I had sex under the magnolia tree, and Bobby was right. his name, Ben. I don't know, it began with the B. Like she tells a lot of those like yeah. sex, young right. sex stories, and like her debutante balls, roses, or like a lot of like weird like Viking Olaf traditions and throwing all off weird things, and the Lindstroms and whatever. Sophia's is always picture yeah, in Sicily, Sicily, and she, you know, our main export was piano wire, our main yeah. <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, Dorothy doesn't really
0: have; she doesn't have her own monologue, her own really style
1: consistent style of story I think but yes she's but she nails it with like the punchlines and the look yeah. Yeah. the look so yeah. that's her I own feel like if
2: you, you were to make this show
0: today yet. you would have less monologues
2: and more cut tos well yeah and if you had if the show was made today it wouldn't be multi-cam it would be a single cam following these women like outside on the street and shit and it would right. just be very oh weird. yeah
1: and every like St. Olaf story every debutante ball story they would all be like 30 Rock-esque flash, quick flashbacks yeah, and, yeah
2: exactly you know, and also too I mean we talk about this often we say like oh my god, this scene is so long and there's a reason for that is because it was a, you know, they had to take, ac- all the action had to happen in very right, minimal three like, or four spaces. And also you had to, you had to make time for the laughs because, yeah. I mean, the show gets laughs. But I
0: think that's why shows like, like, shows like these are more widely popular. I know yeah. people always sort of shit on I I a multicam. I love like, multicam. But I feel like a lot of sitcoms today, I'm like, slow the fuck yeah. down. Yeah. Like, it yeah. just goes so fast yeah. and you don't know, like, was that a joke? Am yeah. I supposed to, thinking of it as real. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. But someone told me that, like, networks are, like, speeding up the dialogue in a lot of sitcoms. Yeah. like Because if they just... At, like take out a few seconds from each of them they could get enough to get like an extra few commercials yeah ah, in, which I think is insane interesting. yeah interesting. I mean but this was taped like in front of a studio audience right? yeah yes. yeah
1: yeah where I it shows it like How I Met Your Mother that wasn't <clears throat> and those episodes were shown to a studio to an audience who would laugh and that's what they were recording put into the episode right the show like How I Met Your Mother yeah they, they yeah. did not shoot in front of a live really? studio audience really oh that uh. makes me
2: hate that show more that's oh. weird I, I liked it show. last
1: season or
2: I'm gonna start it. I don't never,
1: get started. That
2: Big Bang Theory, fuck you.
1: Big Bang Theory, I don't watch. Sorry, today. I don't we mean.
2: I'm really cursing okay. a lot in this episode. I'm part, sorry, guys. You're, yeah, that. you're all
1: like. Very I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: very, I'm very. I'm very sore. It's Easter. It's Easter, <laughs> and someone just called me a rat faced Jew on Twitter.
1: But at least they identified you as Jewish, right? That's true.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's sweet. The one you converted nice thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I responded with Happy Passover.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So, oh, the other cool thing about this episode is that it's a. A single, single storyline. There's no yep. B story. Yeah. It's an a, a meaty A story that involves all of the characters. It's mm-hmm. just them... And minimal outside characters, no family mm-hmm. members, so it's great. Right. a fun episode.
2: But some great character <clears throat> actors.
1: Great yes, great character actors. Mm-hmm. Um so uh so then we're at the we're sort of in the lobby on the day of the big county commissioners meeting. This is a
2: great moment where Dorothy says something and she actually has to wait for the laughter to die down. Like she starts talking again and then she and this has this like pause and she, which is just she's another example training. of she's great gone. like she knows what she's doing, <laughs> but yet it doesn't seem like she's just standing there waiting. Like she's it mm-hmm. she works it into the scene.
1: What was the what was the I line? I
2: forget the line. I just remember thinking that like yeah she did have
0: it. to hold for last yeah.
1: didn't write it down and
0: do you know what show is actually even more like blatant about like scenes being too long was Maude mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that? I feel oh, like yeah. you're watching Summerstock it's just a yeah. long plays where Norman like, Lear man they go from like the mm-hmm. kitchen to the living room and back and forth and that's yes. the whole
1: yeah. show
2: same on All in the Family which is Norman Lear as well Yeah, but yeah.
1: It's, it's nice because you feel like you're there for it feels like real life. More, yeah, you know? yeah, You're not it like does. jumping around in time, and you're, it does. It feels more like you're watching live. It's theater. an extension mm-hmm.
2: of American Life Theater of Vaudeville. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. Yeah,
1: it really is. So, um, so Rose, sweet sweet Rose, she still thinks that there is some good in Frida Claxton, yeah. and she's like, you know, um, Rose wants to prove that all she needs is a little kindness, and that's gonna that's what's gonna make her <clears> come <throat> around. So she tells the girls the girls she's gone to Mrs. Claxton's house every day with a different kind of danish and like she Rich. didn't like the cheese she didn't the like the apple. apricot yeah. but she liked yeah. the prune danish yeah so she gave her a couple and Sophia's of prune
2: all like yeah that would win me it, over yeah, too yeah. It
1: gets me through it's a great yeah. Sophia tells a lot of good poop jokes <laughs> yeah she loves to talk Just about right poop. The radar, what senior right.
2: citizen doesn't need a poop joke you know senior citizens they have trouble pooping okay because of medication Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: For those who are on medication, maybe. Right. Many
2: senior citizens are on medication. <laughs> okay. Yeah. True, true. Yeah.
1: So, Rose is all excited. She's basically like, I gave her Danish. She said she'd save the tree. Yay! Yeah, yeah. And then Frida Claxton shows up. Which,
2: can we pause for a second? Okay. R.I.P. Nan. Martin. <laughs> nan. <laughs> nan, 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 nan Martin. Nan Martin. Let's talk, talk about nan because Martin, she was, was Nan Martin, who played Frida Klaxon. She was a great character actress, great character Tony nominated actress. actually. Um, actually a show in the fifties called JB. I don't know oh, much right. about it, but it was Tony. Jamie Smooth? like yeah, no, he I'm had a one-man show <laughs> that she was nominated oh, for. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: very <laughs> in the
2: fifties. Um, but she also was like she did character roles in a Nightmare on Elm Street three, <laughs> Shallow Hal, Castaway. Like she was all over that. the place. But in pati- and she was also a series regular, I think. Yeah, twenty six episodes on the Drew Carey Show.
0: Oh, oh wow. okay. Yeah, yeah. suddenly Susan.
2: I mean, you know, she she was she all over. She booked. She definitely did it. She was the definition of a working actor, of yeah. a working character actor who probably over the years of her career got to a place where she perfected these kind of characters like mm-hmm. Frida Claxton. Yeah. Right. And, and and you look at her and like every character on the show, especially every woman on this show, you see is made up, is beautiful, is perfect, even in their moments yeah, yeah. Of, of like nighttime sleep and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're perfect. Mm-hmm. But Frida Claxton, nothing.
1: I was saying like... She's just
2: foundation shit. and go.
1: And she's also wearing like browns. She's yeah. like dressed was, in very like, this color. show This
0: show was, I mean... Of its time, but it was like a sea of pastels. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. everyone was just like so many. It was either pastels or like a bright aqua. And she was just mm-hmm. bleh. Yeah, she was total just like, bleh. Yeah, like Ironside gray. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was the Iron Lady. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she was.
1: Frida class is like she. If if they had done a remake of The Wizard of Oz in 1986, like Nan Martin would have been cast as the Wicked Witch because she Absolutely. just did such a good job of just that cold.
0: Just like, you know, just like, she seemed like a villain in like a Disney, not a Disney thing, in like a Christmas special. Yeah, She was like, I hate people and I hate living things yeah. and I want to kill trees. Yes, That's and awesome.
1: I hate Christmas and I hate all of you. <laughs>
0: Children are the worst.
2: Guys, can I tell you something though? I think I relate to Freda Claxton. Interesting. I think, what because is it about I've often thought about, th- I talked about this recently with some friends about my dating life okay. and how I think... I'm. I'm. I enjoy being alone. I think I enjoy being single. I think I might be to Claxton. No, I here's don't the thing. think that's the case. No, be in
1: enjoying... I also don't like a lot of people. Okay, well that's what sure. it, okay. You well you. Not...
2: But she seems you're to wish. Like, them well, Ill. I was going to say
1: yes, and then you're like, I don't like people. Well, yeah, then maybe you <laughs> are like to Claxton. but yeah. I think well, wanting. I was joking about popcorn.
0: Would you rather have a tree in your front yard or just like a pit of concrete? Because that's what she's advocating. Oh, I'd rather have a tree. Yeah. Right. So then you're no. Frida I don't understand
1: Klassen. why she doesn't like the tree. Like it's not like what is it doing to her?
0: She just hates joy. <sighs>
1: she's,
0: she's that. A she's person. that level
2: of bah humbug. Yeah, she's yeah. A
1: very bah humbug against the tree. So Frida Klassen comes in and and they're like, oh, we're so happy you're gonna save the tree, and she's like, no, fuck that shit. I did it for the I did it for the Danish.
0: Right. And she's basically like,
1: I'm not gonna save the tree. And. um... And then she makes a joke how she knows Blanche because of all the activity going on in her room. And she knows Dorothy because of all the lack of activity going on in her room. Mm-hmm. Mean to Dorothy. Uh, and, yeah, and she says, I hate trees and I hate people. Yeah. Um, repeatedly. Repeatedly. Uh, so then we get into the, the meeting itself. We're in the room, like the courtroom area. And it's, a it, it's the, the it's city, a city council. It's the city council. city council. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. Like the, yes. So... The scene opens with, um, it's like the weirdest kind of exposition to like let us know the content. I don't know. It's like they're finishing up another meeting and the guy's basically like, "Um, I'm sorry, but your permit to throw an outdoor Menudo concert is denied. (laughs) And then like four people get up and looking very, very upset and walk out, including a teenager holding a briefcase. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I think if
2: I was that big of a Menudo fan when I was a child, which I wasn't, but if I was and I had to go convince the City Hall that I had to be uh, seriously, like, this is a serious concert that could bring out fans and bring money to this community, I would probably, like, be like, Dad, can I borrow your briefcase? I have to look serious. It was
1: a very large briefcase for such a, like, even yeah, though yeah. he was a teenage boy, he was small. But, mm-hmm. the but, like, what do you think was in there? Do you think it was just a bunch of, like, Tiger Beat and Bop magazines with, like, Ricky Martin on the cover? And... He
2: is not having Tiger Beat. He's having a bag full of Mike and Ike's.
1: You think that's what he brought in his nice. briefcase? Do you think yeah. he would have been like enough
2: place for both of those things? Probably.
0: A <laughs> little bit a briefcase. It's a pretty big. <laughs> I love Mike and Ike's though; they're good.
1: But I feel like he would have been like Exhibit A. Here's how popular Minuto is. We'll yeah. sell so many tickets and money for the town, blah blah. But anyway, that's we'll how the, save city the town. Really funny. Miami's
2: mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> um,
1: so then they get to the matter of the oak tree,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Dorothy's basically like, "Look, sixty people who live within a three block radius have signed this petition." Frida Claxton's the holdout,
0: mm-hmm. and then, but the tree's on her property, so that does give her a certain status. It's yes,
1: our, yeah. yes, and uh, <clears throat> and then Frida stands up and says, "Oh, at Dorothy's like, I have pictures of the tree, so you can see how pretty it is." And then Frida, like, sort of stands up. Uh, no one's asked her to speak, but she stands up and she's like, "I've got pictures of her roommate, the human Slinky." <laughs>
2: so Frida yeah.
1: Claxton takes photos of Blanche through her bedroom window
0: yeah there's there's a lot of questionable
1: like that's creepy a very creepy she knows a lot about like who's having sex and who's not which like for somebody who doesn't like people Frida Claxton sure spends a lot of time studying them yeah Mm
2: -hmm. but I mean she probably doesn't have a television And she reads a lot. Does she? I'm just assuming. I'm projecting. Because that's what I do. I feel like she just, like, sits
1: in in a chair wringing her hands and, like, cursing humanity and stuff.
0: No, she probably, like, needle points. You think so? I think she's just driven by rage. And so all she does is try to follow other people and find out, like, what they're doing wrong. Oh, like wow. I don't think she
2: has like a hobby that like brings her joy yeah yeah she's probably like that neighborhood bitch who always complains about like <laughs> your things on my property and yeah, your, like, your fence is blocking you, my view your trash
0: cans are out
2: early I have a friend your a neighbor who yeah. is like a passive aggressive neighbor who like will do things will get the city involved in things just to like fuck that old neighbor over yeah that's yeah. annoying it's a thing neighbors can be very vicious <laughs> I love my neighbors I like my neighbors yeah
1: um it gets out Point where so Frida starts like confront like her and Rose kind of get into a little bit of a confrontation and Frida mm-hmm. ends up saying something to Rose that kind of upsets her, um, and Rose just sort of flips out and she's basically like, you know, nobody, it, it's not your turn to speak. You need to let us, you know, you you just need to let us make our case here. I'm
2: surprised IMDb doesn't have the full quote. The full quote.
1: Oh, <laughs>
2: But they she's, have like, all the other ones that don't suck. Like, she's yeah, kind of like, yeah.
1: uh, like, you sit there, and you shut up, and you let us have our say, and if you don't like it, you can just drop dead.
2: And then what happens?
1: And then she literally clutches her heart and keels over. She drops
2: dead! She drops, drops
0: dead. dead. And, and, he, two, and the entire uh, room just like
2: leans over and looks at her. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some people stand no up, anything. but they're all
1: just looking they're at all her. Just like,
2: because oh, they're probably afraid they're going like, to get leprosy or something.
1: Well... Why?
2: Because she's evil.
1: But why would that make her...
2: Because mean people have leprosy. <laughs>
1: that is... You should listen to the episode, uh, the podcast episode of um, Stuff You Should Know. And mm-hmm. uh, Is it about leprosy? They do one about uh, leper colonies. It's very interesting. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, that is very fascinating, mm-hmm. the whole history of leprosy. Yeah. It's been around for... No, really it is. It's been around for thousands of years. I just recently looked this up because I was watching Ben-Hur. And there's a whole, like, oh, we're lepers. And...
1: But I think there's yeah. just like negative stigma associated with lepers, and I feel like you're just perpetuating is it that still stereotype a thing? and like a really not
2: gonna
0: Is it still? <laughs> is it still something that someone could is it get? still a thing?
2: I mean, I think people can still get it, but is it still like as bad? There's no colonies or anything. I don't think. so. I feel so. like it's been. Guys, it's if eradicated. you know the answer to this, if please go lepers to outofthelebanon. We all podcast, have phones
1: with internet, but, uh, but we're busy. <laughs> so Frida Claxton drops dead. She drops
0: <laughs>
2: dead. Drops dead. Bitch, um, drop dead. And that's the end of act one?
1: Act break. Um, so at home, it's two nights later.
2: Rose is sitting there. She's alone in the kitchen. She's eating pie.
1: She Well, she's eating yeah. cheesecake. She can't oh, sleep. Cheesecake. And Rose comes in, or Blanche comes in, and she's like, Rose, you have to put this terrible thing behind you. You killed Mrs. Claxton two days ago. <laughs> oh,
2: no, 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 But before she does that, Dorothy's Dorothy, Dorothy in walks in, that. and, mm-hmm. she, she, and goes she goes, cheesecake. Rose goes, why do people die, Dorothy? And then uh, <laughs> Dorothy responds, I'm still trying to figure out why fools fall in love, Rose. It's <laughs> a great
1: song, by yeah.
2: the way. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good song. Uh,
0: but there were iTunes back then, then the sales would have shot up. Yes. Uh, yeah, through, really through the roof.
2: Through um, the roof.
1: So, <laughs> so we, then Blanche
2: walks in, mm-hmm. and then uh, Sophia comes in.
1: Yes. Uh, well, yes. and No, before Sophia comes in, um, I think maybe through Rose or whatever. Anyway, we learn... Frida Claxton had no friends, yeah. no relatives. She won't have a funeral. They're just going to bury her in some, like, random, you know, mm-hmm. spot. And, um, and they all kind of feel bad about this. Yeah. And then Blanche tells this super morbid story mm. about the time she faked her death when she was 16 because she didn't win the Miss Magnolia Blossom pageant. She got Miss Runner up for congeniality and got mm-hmm. upset that people valued her personality over her looks.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: So she got together Such with, like... Such an involved
0: woman. I yeah. Know, so, but
1: she, like, faked her death on a riverboat. And I'm like, you... I mean, that's... You've got... One of the writers was like like reading Tom sociopath. Sawyer, clearly.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever thought about faking your death?
0: I've never thought oh, about no. it, but I have thought about, like, oh, I wonder what my funeral will be like and sure. who will
2: show up. Oh, I already know what my funeral will be like. Oh, like you figured it out? I, I basically planned most of it. Oh, oh we yeah? talked
1: about this on a on a past yeah. episode, I yeah, think. Wow.
2: Yeah, um, I have a friend who wants... Who
0: has someone else whose job is, is to make sure that a gospel choir is hired for his funeral. That's genius.
2: That is genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want one man with a keyboard. Just one man with a keyboard? Okay. Da, 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 da. And then it like, gets techno and slowly builds up to a dance party. Oh nice? Uh, nice. Yeah. No, but I but think like of morning glow stick. Like if you thought like <laughs> I thought like, okay, well what if like so many responsibilities, like so much is happening in my life and I don't wanna commit suicide or anything. No, but no, like no, of course not. Of course not. I mean I thought about it. But I <laughs> want to like get away from it all and like have people just stop talking to me so I could fake my death. And then, well, like, you
1: just turn your phone off and
0: not look at your computer. That's another
2: option. The, they're <laughs> still going to find a way to get to me. You know where um, I live. You now know where I live. People true. know where I live. Move. And I'm going to tweet your address. You're going to tweet my address. <laughs> I, I said it island. enough. I said it enough on this podcast <laughs> where people are like, oh, we lose my house above. Um but,
1: but how do you think, like, so Blanche fakes her death, like, on a riverboat. I'm just yeah. so, like, that's huge.
2: I'm sure it wasn't very well thought out because of Blanche. She was more thinking of, like, I'm going to get daddy back.
1: But, like, she's got to be missing for so long. Like, yeah. did she get this, like, the the steamboat drive? like, like the, the guy who was, like, operating the boat to She stay. probably slept with him. Well, sure. But, did, like, did she say, did get him to say, that like, he saw her fall overboard? Did they have a body? Was he ever, were people ever looking at him suspiciously? You know, I just.
2: I think you're making in this into to, a CSI episode. I'm
1: just saying, like, in order to fake your own death and, like get to the point where people believe it enough that they have a funeral for you with no body. I mean,
2: yeah. it's
0: just, I would imagine she would sort of, like, because of her and her, her sort of innate theatricality, she would sort of make it seem like she was being chased by a bear. Oh. They'd make it seem like she jumped off a cliff, but she really hid somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So that way, and, like, so, like, the whole town saw it. Yeah. Olivia and
2: John's ex-boyfriend uh, faked his death.
1: Didn't wow. no? Didn't her in yeah. order
2: to break up with her? No, to make money, to get money or something. Or he was in debt or something. It was something with money.
1: But then she also had an, her husband who like disappeared. Or oh, that's the, in that's the guy. That's the guy. No,
2: he didn't die. He he. I think he, he no. He he faked his death. I thought he died in the plane. No, they found no. him or something. Like when? he was like a like thing. I'll Google it. Okay. <laughs> Um, (laughs) this episode might as well because we called Google it so
1: (laughs) (laughs) so then Sophia says that they will pay for the funeral because you know she feels bad and they're gonna pay for it Mm -hmm. so the girls go to pick out why
2: though it's important to know why. Well, initially pay for it. she says that because that's... Dorothy's all like, "But you hated her" when she said she was going to go to the funeral and and Rose or Dor- or Sophia's all like, "Because you want to show the man upstairs that you, you respect, respect you have respect here. for life." As a very important theme of this episode. Like the fact mm. that they're doing all of this because you respect Humanity. You respect life, no matter how. Yeah. Evil Whether it is. be a person or a tree. Yes, you respect you that respect life. life. Mm-hmm.
0: Metaphor. This <laughs> <It's laughs> klaxon was the tree all along. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is klaxon. <laughs> like, this history. makes sense. <laughs> You're oh, <God>. a
2: tree.
1: <laughs> um. So they go to this like funeral home to pick out a casket.
2: With played by there's a man.
1: His name, this is like the weirdest, it's just like such a bizarre joke, but his name is, they go in and they call Mr. Pfeiffer, and he's like, oh, the P isn't silent, so his name is Mr. Pfeiffer, and he doesn't call it, he's like, this is our slumber chamber, because they're trying to take out all like the morbidity of death, Yeah.
2: And you'd recognize him, actually. He, uh, he... He's a very well-known uh, commercial actor. Actually, he's done like Ziploc and like GE and Buick. Like he's all over the place I've in never commercials. Never seen before in my His life. name, yeah, you have, you definitely have his. Because I, I, as soon as I read Ziploc, I was like, oh yeah, that guy. Um, his name's Tom Tharp, but he spells it Sharp. Excuse me, but he he spells Tom T H O M, which really pisses me off. And I uh, just hate Thomas. That. Yeah, it's like just say T O M. That's what. Whatever. That's why you shorten it. But you he know, has a quote. He has to... a quote about because you you had a thing about I don't think people are bald.
0: I see. Yeah. He his his hair line. I mean, he was like super bald, but it was yeah. like long. Like he had like what I call like that horseshoe of hair yeah. on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like long, which people don't do anymore. No, yeah. yeah. but and he before. has a quote.
2: He has a quote about that. He oh, says yeah? his personal quote on his his trademark literally on IMDb says bald. And, And his personal quote is, I don't consider myself bald. I'm simply taller than my hair. Oh, I
1: like that. That's funny. Yeah,
2: he's a comedian. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> no, really, he Tom. That's, he's Tom Sharp is Tom a comedian. Sharp. Here's
1: why I'm saying he might spell it that way because if he's an actor and there's anybody else who goes by Tom Sharp, T O M,
2: that Vanessa, Vanessa Williams bullshit, you have works? to
1: like change it. Like I did a guy named who had the same name as a Beach Boy, and he, so he had to use like his middle initial, and it's like the same thing as my boss. Like he's Adam F Goldberg because there's Adam Goldberg the actor. That's so kind of I why. Think, my but name I don't is think Goldberg.
0: that covers it. Like I think if like say you're name was sean something like sean taylor or something like yeah. that, and like and you're sea and you someone else couldn't just go SHAWN. really yeah. No, it has to like
2: sound different oh, okay. like i think it can't just be well, different spelling you have to have an initial but like or something. you can, yeah you'd have to do an initial or something like because right. vanessa has to do vanessa l williams because yeah. that mm-hmm. other melrose plays vanessa williams yeah <laughs> who won yay for the little man 99 <laughs> um
0: yeah so he's the the bumbling inept a yes. funeral home Yes. Worker. funeral
1: home director. Yes. Um, and he also thinks when they walk in that they're planning a funeral for Sophia.
2: <laughs> which is pretty funny. Wait, what's her line?
1: She says, uh, hey, Pfeiffer, how would you like a punch in the face?" <laughs>
2: which, of course,
1: they're gonna do that. And then Dorothy's like, about the Pfeiffer funeral. funeral arrangements. It's like, yeah, okay. We're
2: playing off the P word. <laughs> yeah.
1: That joke, it kind of felt a little flat to me. Yeah. See, um, that
0: joke, I was, as it was happening, I was like, oh, I bet they like like she threw that in, like either like mm-hmm. at the first table read or when they were reading it, and they were like, "Goes in," like yeah. that's what that that's how that joke ends. Thanks, B. Oh, give her writer credit on this, B. So, once again,
1: he <laughs> shows them. He shows them a really nice casket. And first, the he goes. Of he
0: casket. goes. Oh, yeah. Let's get
1: down to brass handles, and he talks. <laughs> Which about. Which
0: didn't make us all go like, "Ooh!" Like it's, <laughs> yes, we did okay. all have like that was like a little punch in the gut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: But then he goes on to talk about this casket like it is the new fall wardrobe. It's the hottest mm-hmm. thing. He was like, Paris has been talking about this all <laughs> spring. And Guys, like,
2: <laughs> everyone knows everybody dies in Paris. Yeah.
1: Everybody knows that the hottest casket talk <laughs> <laughs> happens in France.
2: Yep. Oh,
0: yep.
1: Um, so, I, yeah, I thought that was really funny. Um, and then, so he's showing them the different caskets and... Everything's like six thousand, three thousand, and they're like, "How much for this?" And he's like, "Oh, the the pine box, that's two hundred dollars." I'm like, "Great, we'll take that." Yeah. But then when it comes time to plan the funeral, he's like, "When do you want to have the funeral? Do you want to do it Thursday night?" And they all go, "No, no, 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 no!" And he's like, "Oh, right, the Cosby Show." And they're like, "Yeah." Just
0: Cosby
2: was huge. He was I know huge. Cosby
1: was huge. But I mean, now looking at it, four women. Do you think he tried to drug
2: to any loop. of them?
0: Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> On the NBC live. <laughs> Come here, Betty. Turn up front. Oh, I bet Betty's got some stories. <laughs> I bet she does.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
2: We don't want to go there. No. Yeah. This is a podcast about sunshine and positivity.
1: Well, like, yeah, why even give, why give Bill Cosby any airtime on our no podcast? podcast? He doesn't time. deserve it. Yeah, why give him any podcast time? He mm-hmm. doesn't deserve it. Um, so they're at the actual funeral now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is just the four women. And Sophia's sitting in front of it. Oh, and
0: that and pine box looked like not even finished. It looked yeah. like something that was made there of like, a, a wood glass. class. Like there's oh, not yeah. a stain. You get water on that, yeah. that shit warped right <laughs> open.
2: Work. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it probably work. like like a sun going through yeah. it. Like it was just yeah. like
1: Yeah. It looked like 4s
0: right yeah, off the right that, off the tree. Yeah. A cheap a cheap <laughs> <laughs> vampire. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so Sophia, so they're sitting there and Sophia's sitting in front of him and she's kind of talking to herself going, oh, what a shame, what a shame. And then the, there's this funny reveal that she's actually like listening to a baseball game. She has like a little like radio and the little yeah. earbud. So ha ha ha. Um, and then this woman shows up and. Who well, I
2: swear has done some other role on Golden Girls. Maybe. I'll find
1: out. Um, and she shows up and she's like, oh, I'm here for the funeral. She was one of my dearest friends. Uh, though not dear enough to wear black to the wedding because she's wearing navy. She was wearing
2: a dark navy. Hey, mm. hey, hey. Some people don't like to wear black. I don't like those people but some people don't but like to wear black.
1: she had a black hat on. Like, I don't
2: know. And what black and there? blue is very stylish. So yeah, you So she was look sort like of Bruce. like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just like a... black's not a color in Miami people wear a lot.
1: I guess, but everybody should own black for funerals, look
2: right?
1: look like a Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> um, and no, she so... only did
2: one episode. This is the only one she did. And what was her name? What's her name? Her oh the official name yeah. on of the episode is uh Lady at Funeral. <laughs> but sure. her name is Amzie Strickland. Oh, okay. She oh. Died in 2006 she in Spokane, us. Washington.
1: Yeah. So, she <laughs> Yes.
0: Uh, All right, a moment of respect.
1: <laughs> moment of I mean, you
0: you respect life. you.
1: So she gets up at, to the front of the, the. She stands up at the front of the funeral and she just goes on and on. And, and she's saying all these wonderful things about this woman worked in a leper colonist colony and blah blah blah. What else? What other nice things? So
2: much like, money. Orphanage, never know. And libraries. And the whole and,
1: time, the girls, the look in their faces, they are all just flabbergasted. We never knew. We wow. never knew. And then she sort of ends her big speech saying, like, and I'm so sad that Celia Rubenstein is gone. Mm. <laughs> Which, to me, is kind of funny. It's like, don't you usually say the person's name at the beginning? Well, of you could tell, because
0: like she was like, this woman, this yeah. person.
1: The yeah. person. Yeah. She right. literally says at one point, like, the person in this box. <laughs> like,
2: do you really? It would ruin the joke. I know, it
1: would ruin the joke. I get it. And uh, and um, and so they're like, wait, wait, no, this isn't for Celia Rubenstein. This is for Frida Claxton. And the woman's like, Oh, Frida Claxton, is she the one who had that beautiful like old, old, house. old house on yeah. such and such street? Richmond. Richmond. And which I assume now we know the girls live on Richmond Street. Yeah, we don't know
2: if like it's the corner, corner or if it's on the Yes. You know. But I
1: mean they're standing right outside their front door looking what appears to be right across the street. So, so they're like, you know, is she the one with that gorgeous that lives on Richmond and they're like, Yes and uh, and she turns around and she kicks the cat.
2: Good for her. Good I mean,
1: it was like a funny, her. it was like a
2: funny twist. I'm all twist. about people expressing their truth in whatever way it comes out. But what At if she funeral? kicked it? Yeah. And
0: that
1: <laughs> casket, like, what right. if that box had fallen yep. over and broken Like In a general
0: sense, I'm on board with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you would think it would because I,
2: they probably didn't use nails in that so coffin. No. So I'm surprised that thing just didn't topple over. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Also. I mean, with funeral homes, they don't typically book. I mean, unless it's a huge funeral home, they won't typically book more than one funeral at a time,
2: right? No, no, that's not true. I've heard this. So, well, I mean, I, I saw this when I was when my grandfather passed away. RIP. Um, didn't like him. Uh, he um, he. There was two different funerals going on at the same time. Wow. And I was like, this is so strange. But There's they so many have, dead people on this building.
1: They always have, like, the name of the person. They always have, like, yeah, right when you walk in the I room. Think, yeah. But, I mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. Tom, Tom Tharp. Um, Tom Sharp. Which is going to be my official first name. <laughs> <segment here>. uh, <laughs> it didn't seem like he was the best funeral director in the world. So, well, like. No, that, that is even more Six feet than under, he is not. He was no six feet under. Hell. Yeah. More yeah. like six feet out of the park. <laughs>
1: That makes no sense. I
2: know. <laughs>
1: Ball fits <laughs> we'll are much bigger than we'll that. We'll figure it out. you know anything
2: okay. <laughs>
0: You know, people get that Six I'm saying. Six feet off the base. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's too much leading. You would get tagged out very easily.
2: I never played sports.
1: Um But then, so the woman runs out. She kicks a casket and runs out. And Rose gets so upset. Which that I
2: don't understand.
1: I don't understand it either. She's just like, Miss Clarkson may have never well existed. And she gets so upset and she runs out. Because because there's not one person who can find anything good to say about her, or she doesn't have one. I mean, one good that is
2: sad. That is sad, and I can also yeah. understand about being like vulnerably emotional, like I am yeah. during Cheerios commercials. Those things <laughs> literally make me feel so special and so sad sometimes. Cheerios commercials, yeah. Why? Well, there's one in particular where there we just saw it before you came over actually. Where um, the little dad or the dad and the little uh-huh. boy are eating their damn cereal together, uh-huh. and he's like, Well, what do you, and who do you like to eat cereal with? And the little boy's like, I like to eat my Cheerios with you so I can spend time with you. Heartbreaks. <laughs> Heartbreaks. Because the little Cheers boy. And sure. so I'm just saying, like, maybe Rose is emotionally open and vulnerable, and sure. that's a good thing. Sure. But it was weird that she, like, ran out of the funeral hall.
1: Yeah.
2: I've never ran out of the room during a Cheerios commercial. I'm not, I'll say that. She did run but, out, of, which
1: was kind of strange. Yeah. What's even more strange, though, is when, again, I don't know, maybe because Tom Tharp is such a bad funeral director. Isn't it Thumb
2: Sharp? <laughs> is I like Thom <laughs> Tharp, though. Okay. Thumb Let's Thumb keep calling him Thom Tharp. Actually, if we can get Thom Sharp on this podcast, I would. We should see. We should see. probably But he's, we've been saying such wonderful
1: things about him. Um, but he comes in and he's basically like, "Oh, there was a mix-up. Frida Kloxen was actually cremated," uh, and then he like makes Classic a joke. Classic funeral like, home
0: mix-up. He was like,
1: you know, we should have never have hired a high school student to like work it's in the crematorium, I guess." Yeah. Um, so then they just give them the ashes.
2: Right. Yeah. And,
1: but then who's in the pine box?
2: Probably you were like Rubenstein. They probably just see the yeah, guys. or nobody maybe. Like probably the Ashes were in Rubenstein's thing, and then whatever they realized that the makeup. That
1: that's just so weird because like you, you know, the, the funeral director they have to prep up the body and.
0: Well, it was a closed casket, obviously. Otherwise, I know, but know. they still
1: and have also to put the body in the casket. Like it was he, a
2: high school kid.
1: I know, but so, but he's just not on top of his shit. He's probably just like goes to a kid and he's like, you put Frida Klaxon in the box, and the kid's like, I'm put Frida Klaxon yeah, yeah, yeah. in the box. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it yeah. yeah. could have been an empty box. Could have been. Yeah. But usually, if it's a closed cast, there's usually a picture of the person either next to her or yeah. on the Yeah. She probably never took a picture a day in her life. Yeah. Who would yeah, take a would picture of sure She hated joy. She hated people. Yeah. yeah. You know what?
1: I bet the teenager that accidentally created the ashes was the kid from the Minuto thing, and he was just so upset that oh. Minuto wasn't coming that he couldn't think clearly. Oh,
2: God. Yeah. oh wow. This yeah. is wow. so real. Yeah.
1: Right? He's that like crying. He's that makes like, sense. Uh, what there was, was the a B-plot. I don't fucking
2: okay. know.
1: Oh, I do remember there was a Menudo song that I really, really liked, but it was like new I Menudo. Song. It was new Menudo and like.
2: Um, new, Menudo. new Menudo. New Menudo. New
1: Menudo. It because well, you know they rotate out. Menudo. And they
2: get new Menudo. Miami they had sound machine. New Menudo,
1: I don't know. I like. It was like '98 or something. Anyway. Um,
2: Is Menudo home. still happening? Uh, was, I don't think so.
0: Someone's probably dead. No, but like they would but, refresh but they, them.
1: Yeah, they like rotate. Wow. Like when you get too old.
0: <laughs> they weren't like the Jackson Five. They were oh, like they
1: swap out the members.
0: Wasn't Ricky Martin a Minuto?
2: He was, he was Menudo, for a while. Yeah. 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 Wow. So back at home. Back at home. Anyway. Back at home <laughs>
1: um, Dorothy sweater.
2: Yes. Oh my the, god, the sheep that sweater
0: made me stop. I had to like. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a bath mat, and like she was like, "I'm playing a sheep in like a school production of something." A so bath I'll wear mat. this. <laughs> You with like a big collar like mm-hmm. that's yes. what it looked like it was a
1: huge collar to me it looked like they, like that they would have like she was the inspiration for like one of the many puppets in the labyrinth like mm.
0: yeah she
1: yeah that was a that was like a that's like a Jim Henson fabric right mm-hmm. there. I don't know like
0: what you guys are end. saying I loved it <laughs> I did not love it, but it was just really weird. It was but very, I would wear, I've
1: never seen that type of fabric on a human before. I mean, quite
0: right, <laughs> and there literally. was just
2: like yards of it. Yes. There was like so always, much of it.
1: Always, always.
2: I would wear anything Dorothy wears. Anything.
1: Oh yeah, we've had this conversation. Yeah. So Rose. Now, does she
0: ever wear shoulder pads? Because oh, I was yeah. very aware of oh, it yeah. and everyone else. She did in the but last episode. If, okay. Yes, yeah. she does wear shoulder pads
1: because
0: it, it made. I maybe go like, oh, maybe she's not wearing them because she is so no. broad. No. No, she, she does.
1: wears them. She definitely right. does. She yeah. doesn't, she never wears heels. Like, she'll wear a slouch boot and sandals, but she never wears heels.
0: That makes it. sense.
1: And then she hit the boom mic. Um,
0: <laughs> Which she does come close to Did sometimes. you, did you see B. Arthur's one-woman show on Broadway when yes. I was there?
2: No. I saw it in three different cities.
0: Wow. You yeah. like, tou- you were like a yes. b-head?
2: Yes. I, <laughs> I was a b-head. St. Louis, Chicago, New York.
0: Wow!
2: Yeah. Did it change a lot? Um, it changed my life. <laughs> so not much. No, it didn't change very much. No, it was very similar. I mean, there were little little things, but it didn't oh change yeah, much, she
0: was no. she was barefoot in that. Yeah, was um, she barefoot in that in
2: all cities? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I uh, know. I've never footwear. seen any of
1: the Golden Girls in person. Like, oh really? In real life, ever?
2: Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I never saw Estelle But you come closer to a style than me. He was the grave.
1: Well, yeah. To the
2: gra- oh, you went to her grave? She's
1: buried in Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. I went you there for a do... movie
1: screening, a Purple Rain.
2: Perfect. <laughs> did a beeline for Estelle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did. I broke away oh, from the group. Oh, that's you talked
2: about it on one of the podcasts. Yeah,
1: yeah I broke I away from the group. I was like, if I see the headstone, and then there it was. There was like a light shining through the trees on this <laughs> one yeah. headstone. It said Getty, and I was like, see you, suckers.
2: Around her, it was
1: like... Yeah.
2: Yeah. So great. But
1: the funny thing was, is I... Um, I was like holding a bag of snacks for the movie screening, and I took a photo of just the headstone, not realizing my shadow is in oh. it. It almost looks like I'm holding her bag. Oh,
2: oh my god, you know? chill. But I'm
1: also wearing a hat, but she never wore hats.
2: She wore hats sometimes. No, not yes, like this. Yes, she did. Hat, oh, one not is the big like a yeah. Summery hat.
0: Oh.
1: But anyway, it does look like I'm holding her bag. That's sweet. Um, we can so, go back and state Like
2: that she's photo. visiting her own grave. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if we can visit B. Arthur and Bruce Graves. Where are they? I don't know. We can go I'll I'll Google it. Yeah. We'll Google it. We'll oh that
1: would be a fun video yeah. to make. Yeah it us would visiting be. Visiting all of the yeah. I'm getting kicked orange. off
0: probably. Yeah. Just leaving like a single simple piece of
2: cheesecake on I the I bet break. they're cremated. I bet Barth is cremated.
1: That doesn't mean she can't ha- But be, she would
2: still have like a headstone yeah, or some she sort still of maybe headstone. Maybe not. Maybe not.
1: I mean Maybe she's in a vault.
2: Yeah. Some people just don't want that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't. What you, do you do? want to be cremated? I definitely want to be cremated. I don't want a headstone. I don't want anything. I want people to go to my Twitter page and follow that for the rest so, of
0: So, see, mine. you are so not misclassing. You do not want a big hunk of concrete in the ground for yourself. No, yeah. I don't see? no. See? You are not free see, to you are rest not free
1: to. easy.
2: Oh, wow, guys. Thanks.
1: <laughs> um, so, Rose comes in at this point, and I guess she took. She's super ashes excited about she's what he said. Yeah. yes, she's very, excited. very
2: happy for herself. Yeah, and
1: she said that she spread her ashes around the oak tree. Yes, um, because and then went back to the the, the city council, the city council, and basically said, well, you can't, uh, you know, you can't disrupt the sacred resting place, or that her, it would be a bad present. idea.
0: Yeah, 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 yes, yeah.
1: So essentially, saving the tree by spreading Frida Claxton's ashes all around it. But she's so happy and excited about this, but that's definitely not what Frida Claxton would have wanted. But
2: that's also a total baller move. Like, Frida Claxton was a bitch, and in a way, she was like, listen, I get you don't want to be happy, I get you want to, like, let people leave you alone, and now Mm. we're just going to put you there, and we're going to use you for our advantage, but we're also going to respect you.
1: But she was like, see though, life has meaning, and I was like, yeah, but you're not respecting the life of Frida Claxton.
2: Well, her life is over. Yes. <laughs> I guess. But be dead. But I mean,
1: are they gonna tear it down now anyway? Because like Frida Claxton's house is probably gonna like go to oh, no, like, an auction or yeah, something like Yeah, it'll be right? sold or, and But she's the, but now but every everyone
2: else loved this tree. They love the tree. Yeah, they'll keep the tree. That'll be like a a, a, a point of selling. They would probably house. say
0: they'd be like this tree, you know, her actions are fit around this tree. Also, yeah.
2: Is it like trees are like that's like thousands of years old probably. I think they said over two hundred. Two or two hundred.
1: Is It It could be thousands, but I think think at one point they said. Someone's ashes just anywhere. Can you spread ashes anywhere you want? I
2: think you you actually can. I don't know though.
0: I'm not sure. But that
1: somebody told me who used to work at Disney.
0: Yeah, they have a big problem with that of people wanting to spread ashes in their haunted mansion.
1: Someone's job to literally walk around Disney. There's at least one person's job, who, their sole job, is to walk around Disney and try and make sure people aren't like just dropping ashes.
2: Seriously, Disney, yeah. yeah. Why do people want their ashes dropped at Disney? Because Disney like is
0: considered favorite, such a, like a so yeah, many people. Like it's a their a favorite magical, place. It's like a magical. They always say. I mean, they even talk about like you enter a bubble and it's like this whole other magical world, and this whole oh. other place. And so many people just feel like they're so happy
2: at. They're Disney clearly more they they patient to, than I am. <laughs> well, if you get fast passes, it's really fun. I mean, I've done fast passes, but even mm. then, I'm like.
1: <laughs> what if you were like on the teacup ride and you were just like oops the ashes
2: I that seems like, like a weird
0: job the, that you could be good at ride. I think I heard it was specifically at a Haunted Mansion because that's where a lot of people want to have could ashes be. at the Haunted Mansion I guess I mean it sort of makes sense thematically but because it's dead things I mean imagine if like I mean, you were really into Disney, and, like, your loved one was super into Disney. Yeah. And so, like, they want to be cremated, and you put their ashes there, and then every time you go to the Haunted Mansion, you just think they're there. I'm going to try to haunt part you of it. You
2: know, no, I... I'm not see, saying it makes any sense or is a good I'm idea. I'm a huge Disney freak, so if okay. I had my ashes spread anywhere at Disney, it would probably, it definitely would not be the Haunted Mansion.
0: Where would it be? It
2: would, I mean, <clears throat> that's a hard one.
0: I might do Soren, that's one of my favorite.
2: Roles. Oh yeah. So sweet, this week feel one, free. Yeah. Space. Oh you love have like, should I go. went to Disney World one time. I'll go. You yeah.
0: should go. I, I have a season doing... pass so I'll go anytime.
2: Everyone has a season pass. <laughs> I'm like the
0: only one who doesn't. Do you have the blackout dates thing? Uh yeah, we do have blackout like dates. Like the, the blackout date. Yeah, we have the cheapest one. Uh, For SoCal. You go during the week
2: because, yeah, it's like the blackout dates are dates
0: you wouldn't want. Like, you don't want, I don't want to go on a
2: Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go on like a a Wednesday Wednesday afternoon or something. Yeah. Yeah. My boyfriend and I are going next Thursday. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) We should plan this. Okay. It's like $200 for a season pass. You guys, this is not a part of the podcast. We're sorry. (laughs) We're sorry. We're sorry. So,
1: the end of the episode. Yes. So they go
2: outside and they see the tree and they. They, they go outside. This it. is what
1: makes me think that Frida Claxton lives on the end of this, the, uh, right across the street. Cause they go out the front door and they're looking right across the street and they're like admiring the tree and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Sophia comes out and um, and she's like, oh, and look, there's that great Dane who's paying respect to Freda. which is a yeah.
2: perfect ending. Yeah. Perfect. So it
1: ends on a pee joke. Yeah. More, more. Well, not popular. even that. It
2: ends on sort of like a. It, it's perfect that a dog is peeing on Frida Claxton's resting place right. cuz it's like she was it. so like man and the dog was like yeah let's beat it up And she it's not just any life dog goes it's a on. great it's like day. sort of like yeah, yeah. So it's, like like it's literally they were dog. like what's
1: the biggest dog Freddie what's the what's, biggest dog
2: What's the last dog you
0: would want to <gasps> pee on you? I love a great day
1: Yeah he was
2: like a St. Like Bernard. They're like, no, no, bigger. No one would have a St. Bernard. Great <laughs> Dane. My mom had a Great Dane and almost ate me. That Saint thing great Dane. used to piss
1: like a horse Just say Great Dane. That was the end of the episode.
2: And applause. And that was the end of the episode. Uh, well, John, yes. at the end of every episode, as you are aware, yes, we yes. do a golden takeaway. Oh, it's yes. a moment right. of reflection or positivity that you can possibly take from the episode and mm-hmm. share with the world. Or... As a direction for your life, we'll start right, right, right. so that you okay. I'll start to think have about some it. examples. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to go first? You yes, go you first? go first. My golden takeaway from mm-hmm. this episode is: I wish I could wear slips. I wish that, like Rose did in the courtroom scene, she wore this skirt that was very silky and like it looked like a slip. And I yesterday I bought from Uniqlo this Aerism shirt you know that's supposed to be very airy okay. and but I put it on last night to sleep in cuz I thought it would feel good against my naked chest and instead it just made me feel free in a way like my uh-huh. nipples got hard really quickly and like uh-huh. I just it felt very strange on my chest and so Rose I feel wore an airism type skirt and I wish I could wear this in public like she did there's a lot of flowy Outfits, yeah, but yeah. this specifically looked like mm-hmm. like it was like soft to the skin, and sure, sure, very yeah. sort of like like she almost she was wearing it. yeah, like yeah. she forgot to put on a dress and so she just went out in her slip, right, yeah. So just that's my golden takeaway. Where? I am going to try to find an outfit that. Can be that mm-hmm. um Carrie? i
1: think my takeaway is uh before you like give a big speech at a funeral make sure you're at the right person's funeral
2: oh good call that's important yeah. that is important
0: or even yeah. just check inside to make sure that
1: this is this is this claire rubenstein
0: you know I mean? just like Cecil, open up whatever. the casket
2: and be like oh okay oh yeah. you sure. meant to check,
0: uh, aside, not check inside the the oh, you yeah, okay. know that's,
2: okay. <laughs> that's a <surefire> good <laughs> piece of advice for many aspects of life brunch you know, um, dates, like make sure you're at the right table, mm-hmm. make sure you're seeing the right friends. How many mm-hmm. times have you raised your hand and said, Hey Joe. And so that's not Joe. That's just some guy that looks like Joe.
1: Yeah. Or like how mm-hmm. many times have you gone to the cafe Vita in Culver city when really they meant the cafe Vita and was Hollywood? Like stuff like that. So
0: never many, happened to me. So many times.
1: <laughs> <Never> <laughs> John, what's your golden tip? Oh away? my
0: goodness. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think my golden takeaway is I need to watch more Golden Girls. Yeah, That is good. the best golden takeaway. Yes, that is the best
2: golden <laughs> takeaway ever. ever. That's a pretty good. Yeah, that was really great. fun. Oh, well, thank you so much for doing thank this. Thank you for it having really me. It's my, my pleasure. pleasure. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, you
0: can follow me on Twitter at jfly99. Uh, pretty much all I do is go see a movie every Friday and I live tweet during it. So that's that's so wonderful. I, I enjoy this. As
2: you're in the theater? Yes. Or do you sit in the back?
0: I sit in the back. I get there very early. I have a very thick uh, hoodie that I wear on my my lap, so it looks like I'm breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever asked me to stop doing it. Wow, so, and you never screen did, was, like all it the way down. The yeah, yeah. I, I usually try to go to the first screening of the day. So what are you seeing this Friday? Uh, this Friday coming, the last Friday I saw Furious Seven. Oh. Uh, this I'll probably see that the new Nicholas Sparks movie, that long <laughs> romantic nonsense. <gasps> That's amazing. That's every Nicholas Sparks yeah. movie. Is it also a long, date long? night for you and your boyfriend? Friday no, no. he hates. He refuses to go with me uh-huh. to any of those that's really sweet <laughs> that's really and then sweet. for
1: any listeners who are in Los Angeles mm. you have a show at UCB at the yes UCB theater
0: that's true I have uh, a weekly open storytelling open mic called Oh Hey okay Guys every Monday at 6 o'clock also I mean, do you realize
1: you said Oh Hey okay, Guys at the beginning of this podcast uh,
0: it's my brand I was like <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, and I also have a monthly storytelling show that is not open mic called Nights of Our Lives which you should oh. check out at UCB as well yep right oh, at UCB. check it yep. out you should definitely come be talk honest about cancer. it'd be perfect yeah oh, Yay.
2: everyone loves talking about cancer oh, everybody cancer um, brings us all together to wow. quote
1: Jerry Blank cancer that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> hey, it has to be stand up
2: well guys are <laughs> a really good Jerry Blank impression. <laughs> well, thank you thanks so much for listening I am H. Allen Scott you can follow me at H. Allen Scott on everything and
1: I am Carrie Ann Doherty it's the only time I'll ever say that Um, I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter I am Squidzy on Instagram And you guys can like our Facebook page, we're Out on the Lanai, and uh, you can go to outonthelanai.com to stream episodes, or just to see photos that we post about random Golden Girls things and fun Golden Girls trivia, news facts, videos, Etsy pages. Yeah! All that good stuff, yeah. Did
2: we, did I, did did I forget anything? I
1: don't think so, and we're on iTunes, so. Oh yeah, we're on
2: iTunes, and if you don't have iTunes, you can, you know, subscribe in many different ways with all kinds of other apps that Mm -hmm. are both for android and for iphone yes so thanks so much for listening guys and we will see you next
0: time goodbye
2: stay golden